I wanted to quickly go over with you guys what I had learned from reading your rhetorical analyses, um, some good things and some things to work on for your next assignment. One of the things that I noted was a great thing that you all did was your ability to pick out and explain your examples. Um, it was very easy to see that almost all of you had the ability to show how these are examples of similes or show us how these are examples of metaphors. That really wasn't a problem. Your ability to define the rhetorical device that you used and your ability to pick an example that accurately represented it and your ability to explain that example was not a problem at all. Um, so great job on that. In terms of the actual analysis, this is something that we're going to work on for the next assignment. So I would write these things down. With your analysis for this assignment and for your next visual analysis, you really need to consider two different areas. There are two areas of concern with analysis. And that is first, your word level analysis, and second, your global analysis. So in terms of word level analysis, that means what are the actual words being used in each example that you're talking about? What do they achieve? Why use those words instead of another word? Remember we talked in class about negative substitution? That would be something that you would want to discuss in your paper. Um, how is the example that you're referencing actually set up? That would be another way to talk about the actual word level analysis, what words are being used. So I wanted to read an example from one of your papers that was really excellent in giving this deep word level analysis. The example was from Untold Acts of Kindness. It says, cars were covered in blood as if they had been hit by a paint sprayer. The author writes, by comparing the blood spatter to a coating of paint, this simile shows the brutality of war and the consequences of collateral damage. By referencing a paint sprayer, Hybe shows how much blood was left after an IED detonated among hundreds of people. However, this reference for me is underwhelming. When I think of a paint sprayer, I think of a fairly light and even coating, like a mist. Mist is understandable when talking about a person being vaporized by a bomb, but not hundreds of people. So here you can see that the author not only tells us what the example is and how it is an example of the rhetorical device that she's using, but she also goes in to describe why the author references a paint sprayer. She continues by saying that she doesn't think that it's effective and what the author could have done better. That would be an example of deep word level analysis. The second concern that I was talking about is your global analysis. So this is how does this example function in the entire narrative? So where is it placed? Is it at the beginning? Is it at the end? Or is it in the middle? What does this example actually do in the text? What is its function? So does it create a different tone? Does it add humor? Does it distract from what's actually going on in the essay? Or does it enhance the message that they're trying to present? Really, why include it at all? So I'm going to read for you two examples of this that were really good by some of your peers. So one of the examples that was written about was in Finding the Strength to Fight Our Fears, where it's written, Although my 20 minutes under the truck seemed like an eternity, I believe that shedding my fear literally saved my life. The author wrote, The amount of time spent under the truck hiding is significant to the story because it is 
because it is there that the author remembers the words of her mother to not hate the Israeli soldiers because they are probably just as much afraid of them as they are of the soldiers. This realization is the reason behind her belief. Had the author removed the simile, the reader would have lost the knowledge of the amount of time it took the author to shed her fear of the soldiers. So here you can show not or you can see that the author said not only what the example is, but why it's important in terms of the essay. He says that it's a realization that leads her to the belief of the entire essay. It leads to that philosophy. So it's really good that the author shows that conclusion. In another essay, one of your peers was writing about finding the strength to fight our fears. With the example, to calm myself, I started begging God to take mercy on me and save me from these men and their guns. The author writes, in this sentence, Awal uses God to initiate the reason for him to calm down. This is important because the term is used as a turning point in Awal's narrative. While the beginning of the text states the danger and fear Alwal is experiencing because of the armed soldiers, the first sentence he uses, the word God, the tone completely changes to a more tranquil and subtle tone. So here you can see that the author is mentioning that the tone of the story switches upon the use of that word, which was his rhetorical device. So that's another example of how to address a global concern. So to recap once again, your analysis is going to have and require two concerns, your word level analysis and your global analysis. Um, all of these, of course, need to hinge on a strong, arguable thesis. If you don't have an arguable thesis, then your paper is not going to be very interesting to read. So I suggest that you start with some sort of a question that you're grappling with. If there's no question that's prompting you, then why even write it? Um, so those are some of the concerns from this paper and that you should apply to your next upcoming visual analysis. Thank you so much.